Welcome to Views from the Porch, a podcast where we explore what it looks like to survive and thrive in your young adult years. Each week, we talk about the biggest challenges facing young adults today and how to overcome them from God's Word based on our weekly experience in leading thousands of young adults at the porch. For more info on the porch, visit theporch.live. Thank you for joining. What's up? It's your boy, JP. This is Views from the Porch. I'm in the podcast studio with the one and only in her her porch pulled over. It is Elena Haas. Hey, guys. Elena Haas says, hey, guys. And that's it. <laughs> no one else here. I'm offended. Oh, that's I'm right. Offended. David, Marvin, he's here, too. That's right. My favorite buddy. Delivering the people what they want week after week. <laughs> You're right. welcome. You are welcome, he says. what What is it that we are talking about today? Today... We are talking about making decisions. Like what kind of decisions? It just every decision across the board. Burger King or McDonald's? Getting a framework for Burger King or McDonald's. Uh, we're going to cover a lot of ground today. Hopefully, this will be really helpful. We're going to cover um, not just a single topic, but really how to navigate the waters of making lots of decisions and give you some biblical principles to frame up what to be thinking about and how to think through uh, the different scenarios you're going to find yourself in. I think this is going to be really helpful. Yeah. So usually we just come in the studio and talk about a topic. You know, uh, that's what we've done in the past. Not a lot of preparation goes into it. Uh, again, not trying to provide a theological resource for you. The verses we share usually just written on our heart and uh, dealing with topics that we talk about a lot uh, up here in ministering to young adults. But this particular topic, I'd love to provide a resource that I have seen. It's an adaptation from something John MacArthur put out years ago, um, what to do in the gray areas. And so this is helpful. It's been helpful to me in making big decisions of life. And so I'd love to share uh, some of that with you. It's it's several questions. Let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven questions to be exact, along with verses. And so if you're driving, you might want to write these verses down later just so you can research them in your quiet time. But what kind of decisions do you guys think young adults get stuck in? Should I switch jobs? Should I date that person? Um, I think anything where you're trying to discern the will of God. Yeah. yeah. Should I move out? Should we live in this apartment? Should we buy a house? It, should Christians even own a house? Yeah. What roommate should I have? Just or even down to like, yeah. what, what should I do this weekend? Should yeah. I go to this bachelorette party or should I not? That's great. So should I go on the, should I go, we'll just jump on that one. Should I go to this bachelorette party? So let's just assume you're out there in the real world and you're wanting to know, should I go to this bachelor or bachelorette party? Here are seven questions that can help you. The first one is, will it benefit me spiritually? Will I grow spiritually if I go to this bachelorette party or if I date him or if I buy that or if I go there. And so this comes from 1 Corinthians 10, 23, which says all things are lawful for me, but not all things are beneficial for me. And it says all things are lawful, but not everything edifies. And so not everything is spiritually beneficial. And so uh, just as you're considering what that could look like, you might ask the question, hey, is this spiritually beneficial. What do you guys think is a scenario where that would be uh, spiritually beneficial? Where a bachelor party would be? Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of bachelor and bachelorette parties that are spiritually beneficial. You come together, you're with guys who are following after Christ. Your community group takes you, you know, the week before you're about to go get married and you just spend the weekend um, having a great time, but also just prayerfully approaching the ceremony that uh, you're about to 
you or your friend is about to be a part of when he gets married. There are also probably the vast majority of bachelor bachelorette parties are not spiritually beneficial, but um, yeah, I think a big factor is if those people are also following Christ with you, or if they are maybe from your past or your college buddies that you used to get drunk with on the weekends depends on who they are. Cause if they're not following Christ, um, you probably will not have fun. It'll be a work. I mean, you're going to be sharing the gospel, uh, trying to, you know, hold back someone's hair as they throw up, that kind of thing, being the designated driver. Um, but if they are following Christ, like your husband has a bachelor party this weekend, right? And, and you know, I'm, I know the guys that are going and I imagine what they're going to do is, is pray a lot, um, you know, celebrate and say the things that uh, they observe in, in the guy that's getting married, uh, probably won't be alcohol there. Um, it, it, so it's just, it's a very different bachelor party than the ones I went to before I knew Christ. And so will it benefit me spiritually? The second one is, will it bring bondage? And so as you're talking about, should I go to this bachelor party, date him, go there, move there, see that, watch that, whatever, will it bring bondage? And so this comes from first Corinthians six, verse 12, which is a very similar verse, you know, all things I, I can do all things, but not, uh, everything is beneficial. I can do anything, but I will not be mastered by anything. Nothing will master me is the point. And so if I'm going to do there's so often what I see in young adults is they want the freedom to do something that they don't have the freedom to stop doing. And you can think about that. Like, let's just say we'll take the bachelor party example is you go to Vegas, you go to a bachelor party there, you go to the strip club, you know, you, um, you, you see something that, uh, just even that the nature of nudity and you get addicted to that, you come back, you begin to look at pornography, you're feeding that addiction and then you find yourself stuck in an addiction to pornography that you can't stop. You've tried to stop and it's the strangest thing. It's this force that owns you. You continue to, even though everyone warns you against it and you're confessing it and you don't want to, even though you don't want to, you continue to go and look at porn. You are mastered by it or replace that with smoking weed or, or getting drunk or whatever that thing is that is an addiction for you in your life and so you have to ask the question and think with a sober mind will it bring bondage the next one is uh will it hurt my body which is also god's temple Uh, and so this whatever i'm thinking about doing and you can take the bachelor party example is you know if if it is vegas the answer is probably yes you're going to bring harm to your body if it's you know the lake with christian brothers and the answer is Probably not. It probably won't hurt my body. First Corinthians six nineteen and 20 says, Do you not know your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you've received from God? You are not your own. You've been bought by a price. That's the blood of Jesus. You've been bought by a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. And so if it's going to defile his temple, uh, you don't want to do that. Romans six uh, thirteen just talks about to treat the members of your body as instruments of righteousness. And so I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that of uh, a scenario that would bring harm to your body. Well, I'd love to know another scenario that it would play out where it would. Like, for example, how do tattoos fit underneath that model? I, you know, yeah, I just threw that in there. <laughs> tattoos. That's so random. Should I get this tattoo? I think, um, tattoos are a tough one, man. I was thinking about this recently, actually. It is a, it is a strange thing. So I think as, you know, I don't think the, the laws in Leviticus about tattoos, uh, are, are, are relevant. Like, I don't think that's something that we need to adhere to, um, today in the new covenant. Uh, 
I have tattoos. And then I was thinking about that specifically, how that does, you know, was harmful to my body, but not in anything in, in the sense that they're essentially scratching you and you're bleeding and, you know, some putting ink in your body, but not in anything, not in any way that's, that's, um, that you can't recover from. And so I think uh, it's, why did you bring up tattoos? Yeah, <laughs> I really muddied it <laughs> because I was thinking like, you know, what's really painful hangovers yeah. and that's harmful yeah. and you will get over a hangover, yeah. but it definitely hurts. And so tattoos kind of fall in that same thing. So yeah. now I'm well, a little, que- now I'm questioning I it. stirred the pot people. Yeah. That's right. Well, what do you think? Um, I don't, um. <laughs> I, I don't have a strong opinion on tattoos. I, I don't have a tattoo. Um, if there was a significant, um, you know, occasion moment marker in my life that I wanted to, to, to attach to a tattoo, I wouldn't be opposed to it. And I wouldn't, I don't have anything against anyone has tattoos. And to your point, I think there's ways to honor God and get a tattoo. But anyways, David, yeah. do you want to tell them about your tattoo on the lower back? <laughs> Yeah, that is true, guys. Why did you a get that spider web? Oh, why did you get that that tribal sun a, on um, your lower back? It's a stamp, um, if you will. And uh, all right, I'm moving on. Will it? So will it hurt my body? Will it defile God's temple? Uh, the next question is: Will it cause anyone to stumble? And this is a big one. You know, it, it's funny we're talking about bachelor bachelorette parties, but just as you, whatever you're thinking about doing, you you know, if I'm like, hey, I don't know if I should do this. It's not clear. There's not a. We're talking about areas, not areas of morality, where where the Bible says this is right or wrong. You know, you want to follow what the Scripture says. We're talking about in the gray areas where it's like, man, I don't know if I should go this weekend or not. I don't know if I should uh, spend time with them. I'm not sure if I should buy that. And so one you can ask is, hey, will me doing this cause anybody else to stumble? And that comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verses uh, 8 or 9, where it just talks about don't let your liberty become a stumbling block to the weak. And then Romans 13, verse 10, it talks about how, how love can do no wrong to its neighbor. And so that whatever we do, we, we seek to love those around us. This is a big one we talked about on the alcohol one, right? Should I have a drink or not? Can I have a drink or not? Well, no. If there's someone around you that is going to see you have a drink and be tempted to get drunk, then then you wouldn't, right? And you can apply that to your bachelor party or bachelorette party concept. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think to use further illustrations may be helpful. Like, um, didn't you go to the Taylor Swift concert recently? Yes, I did. And it was and, amazing. And you were there too, <laughs> right, JP, front row? I, I missed it. T-Swift didn't get my tickets. I know you're a big T-Swift guy. Like, that's a great one. Hey, yeah. is is it okay to go to a Taylor Swift concert? And the answer is maybe. And um, and I know you would say the answer is yes every time. <laughs> every Elena. time. Ten, 10 out of 10. And, uh, no, I honestly questioned a few things when I was there. I was like, huh, I don't know. Yeah, I had some thoughts. And so thinking through what it could communicate, is it going to cause people to stumble? And what are your actions yeah. communicating around that? Yeah, and that and how do you post on social media and, and what do I wear to the Taylor Swift concert? Yeah. Like all of those things, mm-hmm. I think uh, you need to be considerate of your brothers and sisters around you. Will it cause anyone to stumble? The next one is will it advance God's kingdom? And so uh, this is just an idea that we exist to, to live out our purpose. And uh, we're good? Yeah, we're good. Okay. Sorry, we had some technical difficulties. We're back at it. All is good. And so will it advance the kingdom of God? Um, 
we live out of purpose. So like the, our 76 years on this earth are not just to experience as much fun and joy and, and, uh, you know, indulge ourselves as much as we possibly can. We're here on mission. We're, we're here for a purpose. We're here to seek the things of God. And so as you ask yourself like, Hey, should I go on this bachelor, bachelorette party or should I do this, date him, whatever, go there, buy that, see the concert, uh, should I, as you ask those questions, you need to consider, okay, what, what is the kingdom's prerogative in this? What is the narrative that God has me in? And will I be able to live out my purpose? And so first Corinthians 10 verses 32 uh, through 33 is, is the verse that goes with this first Corinthians 10 verses 32 through 33. And it says, uh, so that, that we would do this to the profit of many so that they can be saved. That That is, you know, we're here to know God and to make him known. And so I just, as I think through this, it's like, hey, will it advance the kingdom of God? What do you guys think? It's good, man. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for your rich encouragement. Uh, no, I think that's a, a clear, um, I, I don't think that's, I don't hear you saying that's a necessary thing, but it definitely makes it a clear easier thing to lean towards well it just it's it can be a binary thing as you're as you're like if you're like hey this isn't going to advance the kingdom of god i do think it's necessary i mean i would push back on that and so just like whatever we do we sh- if it's going to come against the kingdom of god like it's it's not going to enable me to advance the kingdom of god and i think you can advance the kingdom of god at a taylor swift concert i think you can advance the kingdom of god at a bachelor bachelorette party yeah i think maybe you're saying hey if it's going to not advance it's going to um uh, retreat the kingdom of god to to use the advanced language then it then it's a no-brainer but um Just there's it, a scenario where you're looking at taylor swift and you're going it could advance the kingdom of god it could not right yeah. Well, just make sure it does. Make sure you do. Like you have a choice there. And so, Elena, did you or did you? <laughs> because I not? feel a lot of judgment. For <laughs> did going Taylor, Taylor Swift trust in Christ? Is, or I'm not? a little like. Is Taylor a believer now? <laughs> not a believer. I didn't personally get to talk. Believer. To her, um, but I sure, I sure hope she is. Keep, Let's all pray. Use the Let's term pray believer? for her at the end of this podcast. No, okay, great. Nobody uses the term believer. <laughs> Believer, uh, this, this guy does. David's really sucking. <laughs> JB, <laughs> what, what album was the purpose album? Because that's that's when. Okay, let's think. Two thousand thirteen, maybe two thousand. Sure. All right, guys, I'm moving on. Will it violate my conscience? That's what's happening with Elena right now. So yeah. Romans fourteen verse twenty three just says, "Is I love this verse. Whatever does not come from faith is sin." And so, if anything is not of faith, it's sin. And we we live, we operate in faith. Whatever we do, we operate in faith. If it's not from faith, and that's why I go back to what you said earlier, and I do think it's more binary than than what you were saying, uh, because it's like, man, we're here for a purpose, and if we're not, you know, going to live out our purpose, then we probably shouldn't do it. First um, Corinthians ten verses twenty five through twenty nine just alludes to this idea, you know, for for the conscience' sake, and so I think our conscience, you know, is a God given reality as Holy Spirit indwells us, and seeks to guide and direct us, and so we need to listen uh, with that, trust in the Lord with all our heart, lean not on our own understanding, but in all our ways acknowledge Him, and then He makes our path straight. It's Proverbs. Uh, three, five, and six. So there is an element where, if to use the Taylor Swift example or Bachelor, where had someone more spiritual, <laughs> listen where are my girls to at? Their I conscience. need some backup. Can someone please? No, to to there is an element where if you have a check in your spirit, is the language we use a lot of times. Um, that uh, that may be something 
in this occasion where you should listen to that. If you have a check that, hey, I shouldn't use resources on that or I just don't feel good about it, listen to that because you moving forward with a check in your spirit or something inside of you that you can't move forward in faith um, could be an occasion where it's right for me to go to the concert. It's not right for you to go. Yeah. That's essentially what you're saying, right? Yeah, that's that's I think that's right. Um, the last question is kind of all encompassing. I love this question too. Is just your is you're asking, hey, should I go to this bachelor or bachelorette party? Should I hang out with them? Should I go there? What should I do? Should I, should I, should I? Um you ask the question, will it bring glory to God? And so we're here, we exist, God created us for his glory. And so, Rome, um, sorry, First Corinthians ten verse thirty one says, "Whether you eat or drink, do it all to the glory of God." Um, and so, as you, you, you know, we, I think we also covered this verse on the "Can I drink or should I drink alcohol?" And you can apply it to "Should I anything? Will it bring? Will doing it bring glory to God? If it will, I think God can be glorified in anything that we do other than sin. You know, mm-hmm. and so if it's not. Uh, going to glorify him, then it's sin. It, it becomes really binary, and we don't want to do. Uh, we we don't want to sin. We don't want to dishonor the Lord with our actions. And so, as you're considering, hey, should I do this or not? Ask, hey, will it glorify God? Will it bring him glory? And if it won't, don't do it. What's the definition for glory? Like what, what? That's a very Christian expression. To honor, to exalt, to worship, an act of worship. Um, we could look it up. I don't know if one of you guys wants to give the the Webster's dictionary, but um, but I think it's just you know to to honor God. Will, will my choices honor God? One yeah. time, like this is kind of a crazy conversation, but um, one time what we were talking about is is masturbation a sin? Which is. Uh, to, to ask in a different way, should I masturbate, right, in the reality of asking questions. And a guy was like, if you can do it to the glory of God, and if you can't, then don't. If you can do it in faith, and if you can't, then don't. And I, that just became so binary to me, like, oh, man, you know, you probably can't do acts like that to the glory of God. Let me say that more emphatically. You cannot do acts like that to the glory of God. And so, therefore, don't, you know. Yep. It becomes good. this black and white reality. So hopefully you know whether or not to go to the bachelor party or the bachelorette party or to the Taylor Swift concert. And uh, and hopefully these questions are helpful to you. Again, I want to give credit to to John MacArthur and Grace T Ministries. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in to Views from the Porch. We'll talk with you next week. We want to thank you for listening to Views from the Porch. For more information about The Porch Ministry, visit us at theporch.live or follow us on social media at The Porch.